out of crushing debt <laughs> they're mad about that though they've been told that yeah. that's a bad thing yeah that they, they're, 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 he got us out of debt he that means he stole from us and it, you never mind that getting us out of debt he, we're barely above water and we've got a trillion dollars worth of debt on top of this this year's uh, surplus it's just all baloney and that that's the thing that distresses me so much is that we're being told the things that are bad or not bad and we're ignoring the things that are and it's provable Take trickle down. What's his name? Well, there uh, you go. The Laffer curve. Oh, I'm real loud now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, trickle down economics, voodoo economics. It, the <laughs> fact that <laughs> we still have po- yeah supply people, side economics. People uh, buy that, and the proof is out that this big tax cut that we we uh, had, we were going to benefit from here. This trillion dollar tax cut didn't benefit the common man one bit. Yeah, no, no uh, it hurt uh, him. Oh yeah, of uh, course. Yeah, the one percent loss or something over the time, uh, and on and on it goes, and we keep. And because the people that are that are supporting this are being misled, they're, I don't think they're evil. I've spent a lot of time thinking maybe they're evil, but I think they've. Because then you're then, then everyone's it's an easy cop out yeah, to say, oh, well, the that, other guy's evil. Yeah, I was I was but angrier. You know, now I'm almost sympathetic to yes. their plight because they've made judgment calls they can't back out of. Well, and that's where you and need to. That's uh, what cognitive dissonance is based on. They can't back out of it. They can't find the right story that saves yes. faith. But but so, so then the answer is to walk them through it and to yeah, walk them through it. You have to show them who their enemies are and who their friends are. And their friends are their neighbors. Well, they're starting to find out who their enemies are because the tariff is the, the soybean <laughs> guys find out who his enemy is, but he can't. And even at this level, that's why things are so extreme right now. People are under normal circumstances. People would have reacted to the pain he is inflicting on them instead of entrenching deeper. But, and they're entrenching deeper because they're being led that way. They reacted to the initial dystopian move or whatever they, mm-hmm. and and now they they're digging deeper to avoid having to confront that. They know the truth, they, and they they can say, "Look, my soybeans are not selling, but it's for America, and if I, if I don't do it for America, we're all going to die. Therefore, I'm a hero." But see, that's I, their cop out. That's their way out of pain. But I, I think a lot of soybean farmers uh, have already turned on Trump. It's just that our farmers are less than one percent. I mean, it's not, not it's not sure a voting block that matters. Uh, some farmers. of them, I'm hoping they have. But I I think a lot of people, and soy, let's just say soybean farmer is the uh, steel the worker. Or, yeah, yeah. yeah, the steel worker, the oil worker. One, <laughs> this is one of the people running for our local mayor's office said, uh, I'm going to go to Baton Rouge and work with the, the people in Baton Rouge, and we're going to get the oil companies to come back to Louisiana. Because that's how uh, history works. That's yeah. That's that's going to work, and and I think that same person could probably go help the coal miners bring coal back too. And then uh, yeah, I know a guy with a typewriter factory. If you could just fix those typewriter shoe horses, but, horse but that's shoes. that's it's the just, sad result of the anchor fallacy. They're, they're stuck in they're, the past. That's the point. They are stuck, and they for them to get unstuck means one come to a realization, and two be able to mentally get over the holy cow. 
and I can say this with some amount of self-awareness because there was a time when I was all, uh, I was as big a, uh, well, not a, I wasn't, well, I was never that bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can go to extreme lengths to justify my prejudices. Let's just say that. Sure. I wasn't ever as, as, as bad as some of these people on the issues that are important to me. I was always kind of liberal, but even in my liberalness, I was staunchly unwilling to listen to arguments. Yeah. I guess that's my point. I was I wouldn't listen to your argument because I was that sure, and I didn't. And when I listened, well, then I became even more liberal. I learned a whole lot about people I had opinions of, and I wouldn't listen. Yeah. And I and I that's why I see how these people hold their ground. I did the same thing, and it it's, it's hard. I don't know why I changed. I, somebody spoke to me once, and I heard it instead of arguing about it or deflecting it and yeah. cracked that seal on me, and then I started paying more attention. I think so much of it boils down to critical thinking and. When you don't have those tools, you're just at a supreme disadvantage, and you're going to get you're going manipulated. To get you're going to get manipulated and used for your for your vote and your money, and, and your your back if you have any labor to contribute. It's, yeah, it, it's a, to me it's a serious problem because the people that are running the um, the conversation, and I'll say it that way, there are people who are running our national conversation. Yeah, and uh, Trump is an excellent example. Well, These guys are good, uh, and locally we have just a masterwork of propaganda going on in the local campaigns. Yes, I mean, it's, it's a, despicable, it's, but it's absolute masterwork. We should, uh, you know, the left should learn from it because oh, it, is a, it ought to be a classroom study for everybody in high school. Yeah, but but it's see, required. having uh, lately been wanting to get better at chess, I've always been terrible at it. I've known how the pieces move forever, but just never saw more than a move ahead. So I've been watching YouTube videos and reading up on it, and. <clears throat> One of the things that you learn is don't put your pieces on undefended squares, over-defend your pieces, and look for a time when they put their piece on, when, when suddenly they move their piece and it's not defended. That's what you look for. And so when we talk about our relationship with our community and we think about our prejudices, are those that who, who were prejudiced against more or less advantaged, you know, and so then you can, if you can get that far, uh, in, into like a thought experiment, then you can perhaps bring the right around to seeing that their prejudices are against the weak, the marginalized, the disenfranchised. They're prejudiced against refugees. They're oh, prejudiced they, they against poor people. They know that, and they're okay with that because they don't. They have been told those people to feed them is going to keep you from being fed, which yes. is not true. But they are one hundred percent convinced that there's a limited amount of resources, in spite of the fact we throw away thirty three percent of our food production in this country. Yes. Throw away. 33% of our edible food production and then, but we don't have enough to feed immigrants coming in. That's absurd. But and that's, we've been, that's, like, that's, what are you going to do? You're going to tell people, well, I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to ruin your society because well, you need those now. people. We're breaking down like crazy. It, it's like the China one so, child yeah. policy. They had a, a, John Oliver did a great piece yeah. on it. It's like, Oh yeah. Uh, so About how did that, that work out? <laughs> All of these things, you know, you have what, just a country of a one uh, only child. Yeah. So they're so, all now they're all fat and it, spoiled. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. and then you yeah. have they once you have two anything. generations, you have one child taking care of two parents and four grandparents. It's uh -huh. just all of these easily foreseeable problems. Yeah. But dude, that you fall right into. Sure. And bammo whammo. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a good uh, John Oliver. Uh, we oh, said man, this I, yesterday. I think he's we so said, fun. All of the all of the comedians are 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 saviors. They are the ones who are making the observations. Well, yeah, they're, nobody they're else the, wants to make. And, yeah, they're uh, the ones that are, you know, yeah. actually doing the work of journalists. The court jesters and the 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 work of journalists. That, we can I, talk about that for a minute. Yeah, I mean, we uh, luckily we have news coming out of uh, northern Syria, but I mean, it's like so crazy now. I mean, uh, I, mean I don't know. Okay, so the, today, if you're like li- listening to the archives, is the 10th of October, 2019, and a couple days ago, we just had some um, 180 military. Uh, okay, so okay, in Syria, one guy made a 180 degree <clears throat> change in how we do policy. Yeah, but but we've By been himself. working on like a, a strategy to to stop a certain group for like five years now there. I mean, really in the region, 18 years. 18 years. And so we got a bunch of these guys in jail that the Kurds who we have teamed up with again, we've done this over and over (laughs) Over again. We did it during the Iran Iraq war. We did it in Gulf war. Number one, we did it in Gulf war. Number two, we keep saying, Hey, can, will you help us? And they help us. And then we say, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. And now it's real bad because they're, they're. I mean, they've already had a bunch of them killed. Yeah, and they are bombing civilian enclaves right now. Yeah, uh, at they've least been they waiting a few hours ago. This so whole the thing Kurds happened the, overnight. The, the Kurds are the, the largest yeah. stateless ethnic group on earth. There's like 18 million of them. A lot uh-huh. of them live in Syria, Turkey, Russia, in this area. And yeah, dude, we're just. It, it, this is you know history's going to look poorly on this. Oh this yeah, is genocide. Oh, yeah. It's not, yeah, it's genocide in the big way, and we are. It's by sitting home. I guess we're oh, responsible. We're Our country is one hundred percent responsible. Directly uh, facilitating. No, yeah, and and no, that's the funny thing is the, the Kurds liked Trump because well, that's he had on been, them. <laughs> they were like, in that case, that's on them. Heck with them. I don't yeah. like them anymore. I mean, not a lot of them. Well, I get but that. you know, but, they, they thought well, like, he's okay, a tough he's, guy, and he's he hasn't back invaded us up Iran and, yet, and he's a tough guy, and on and on and on. But Trump said this morning something to the effect of. Uh, I'm not the least bit worried about the refugees that are just going to flood into Europe anyway. Oh, yeah. Is in, uh, they're not going to come, they're not in my house. They're, I don't care about the refugees. Not only do I not care about the refugees, the fact that they're going to Europe absolves me of any future concern about it at all. I mean, it's just that level of disconnect from the realities of what he's doing. Well, just uh, from the fact just, that we're all hmm. on the same thing. We're it's all not complicit. Like the country, <laughs> another country is on another server. We yeah, all exist yeah, yeah. on this world. Uh, maybe so. <laughs> and he's making Mexican jokers, man. That's what South Park. I didn't see it last night. They had their 300th episode, but this season. I imagine it was good. You said they were skewering politicians or. Well, well they've uh, they, they got ice now. Uh, uh, and then okay. and then uh, the second episode after they take care of that by having uh, one of the young Jewish characters uh, bamboo, you know, their oh, yeah, house he got, broken yeah, into. Oh, yeah, he got uh, yeah, so suddenly when there's rounded a, up by oh, mistake. we can't have a, a Jewish guy in here. People are going to think we're racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so then the second episode, uh, they go over to China because you know the new uh, one of the characters now has a weed farm in Colorado, and he's trying to expand. So he goes China. over to China, yeah, and, <laughs> to expand. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and so you know they brought up the thing about Xi Jinping looking exactly like Winnie the Pooh. It's a big thing. They've tried to delete it from their internet oh, completely. Really? Yeah, oh, so yeah, they, okay. I'm aware some of the Chinese are flipping out over something. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. mad. You know, because they, they have all these uh, media partnerships now. You know, China is a, a big market for... Oh, heck yeah. And so oh, yeah. it's just this whole... Oh, yeah. It's another 
place where our hypocrisy is showing, you know. Our but hypocrisy. South Park is showing it to us. Uh, so I'm well, we need to get to more adults to watch South Park. <laughs> True. So people need to pay more attention to it. Oh, it's art at its highest caliber where poop jokes are involved. Well, I'm, I, th- that's necessary to me. A lot of people would get their <laughs> knickers in a twist over it, but I think that kind of stuff is important. Oh, yes. And, and, and we need to expand our consumption. All of us do. I, I'm uh, pretty aware that my uh, confirmation bias as I search for what to read is uh, – I have to watch that. I'm encouraging all yeah. of our listeners to pay attention. We could be lying you, to you, you right now. You overwatch that. You you, you a, are constantly listening to the other side. Of course, I guess it's not really. It's more just to gather uh, material. <laughs> it's to stoke my anger. Yeah. It's the same thing that, that that is being done to the other side. I am stoking my anger by listening to the oh, stuff that keeps me mad. Oh, isn't that interesting? That's exactly it pisses off both sides. It, they are pissing me off by saying that, and they got me riled up. I never thought about and, that. And um, I'm more willing to give money and to go door to door and and i'm going to vote at least twice (laughs) the whole it it, but i am i am responding to the same stimuli they're responding to only mine is my confirmation bias makes me angry theirs makes them angry but it's but it's also y'all are also uh involved and invested in a false world a world that admittedly has true true uh, uh, expo uh, uh you know it, it is extruding into reality in real ways but it is not a real reality there's a certain amount of me and i'll admit it that's i, I guess it was eighth or ninth grade and maybe even tenth grade but whenever i took civics it had a profound effect on me i believed all that shit yeah i literally believed all that stuff like the the yeah, person too, who man. represents a district would have an office in the district and office hours and people would talk to him and then he would go to the larger district meeting and the whole community would work together. Yeah. I still believe that. And I, well, I, it's a good it's idea. Na- well, it's naive to the max, but it, it does kind of color some of my thinking that yeah. that's not how they taught us in civics, man. You're playing outside the lines and you can't, you can't exist in politics in this day and age thinking that way. That I don't know if it ever existed, but it certainly doesn't exist now. I mean, at, now. at least enough decorum existed for <clears throat> the president to say, oh, you're going to try to impeach me? Well, I'll participate in this. Or something less than stiff you. It's just, you yeah. guys are all wrong. But that's the thing where I was listening to And NPR. what are you going to do about it? That's the, What are you going to do about it? Well, I was listening to All Things Considered yesterday, and they were uh, interviewing uh, Clinton's uh, attorney general. What do you call it? Why, uh, the attorney, the White House attorney. Well, there is a White House attorney, and then there's a president's attorney. In yeah, this is the one that's supposed to serve the office of the presidency, yeah, not necessarily okay. yeah, like... Yeah, that's the president's attorney, not yeah, the... Yeah, so, Sondal, whatever... They, anyway, the guy's name is... Uh, this person, uh, who was a former one of these guys for Clinton, speaking to the interviewer, said, I, I can't believe he put his name on it. You, you know, it makes me yeah, think, like, yeah. like what, he, do these people think that... That they think they're immune. I, I think they think this is Weimar, Ed. I really think they think that we're not going to be living in the USA much longer. Like that, that, that the way things were done will never be done like oh, that I, again. I, I don't think we're going to go back to the way it was. Yeah, but, I but, don't think know, so. but I thought that I, I, under yeah. Bush. You know, I naively was like, oh, you know, if he if he loses, he's not going to step down. He's just going to yeah, the second Bush. You know, this was when I was. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I had become you know really riled up and. Then I also believed when Obama won that we would do liberal things. 
You know, yeah, so. yeah, I'm guilty of both of those. But <laughs> it, nothing has been as extreme movement from centrist as this Trump guy has. And we're not going to go back to normal. The truth no longer seems to matter. Or do we just exile all those people who have voided any degree of trust? Uh, what are we going to do yeah, on the world ostracism. stage? Yeah, uh, who ostracizes who? And how does that affect what's left of our economy? Uh, take the world stage. This whole Kurd thing's got me a little bit upset because the. <laughs> well, we, dude, it's happening all over uh, the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. These authoritarians are so emboldened. I mean, that that's the thing that really, for all uh, you know, for all the faults I found with Obama, he would he would be speaking against at least China with regard to Hong Kong. Oh yeah, you know. The, oh yeah. That yeah. there are just certain things where any president. That's the whole thing. Any of them would at least give lip service to the idea of democracy. But Trump doesn't even give lip service. That's the interesting thing. And he's because we've been, we've been killing democracies forever. Yes. Oh, for that's the part of, yeah, that's our state. But yeah. he, he's Since been World rubbing. And that's one of the things that, that tends to shock me so much is they blatantly rub your nose in the fact they don't just, that's not subtle. It's not backroom deals. They just say straight up, we're not going to comply. I'm telling everybody out there, y'all listen up, don't comply. I'll give you a pardon if you need it. We're going to square this away. They're all evil. Don't listen to them. And that's where and the partisan it, thing it, really comes in handy. They're supposed because, to finesse that. <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, if they could, if their supporters could take a slightly longer look, it wouldn't work. But the partisan, the partisan nature of that argument it's just it it's screws just your mind it. out of any ability to you know contend with your being screwed. It's it's crazy, man. It's just the, the, that's the thing about partisanship, Ed, that really rubs me the wrong way. It uh, you know I don't care if it's Republican or Democrat because the Democrats they're Are, facilitating this. There's, there's, I'm not arguing with that at all. It, it's it's it, they they would much rather exist in perpetuity as a party than. Make society better. Yeah, if it if it might hurt them in the short term. Oh, the whole make society better concept is long gone. This is all about party either way. Uh, even the non-party people are not about. They're non-party, but by definition, makes them a party. No, that's they, no, that's completely the, wrong. That's just a, that's wrong-headed. The party parties are a thing. Being the, out of a party well, is a different thing. Well, I, I, okay, in a way it is. I mean, but we, it's, need, we, it's need to, third, we need to convert. It's the third, we need to assimilate the, third level, the party people. third leg of our tripod, so to speak. Then, well, uh, well, the, the problem the, is that, that the, the there's no way for them to the, be represented. If yeah, you're not, the, if you're a non-party person, the, the you non, can't vote non-party. Why don't we yeah. have a uh-uh? Why don't we have a no button? That'd be a great idea. You, can you imagine that? Because it would be over fifty percent in anything. Yeah. Uh-uh. Try again. Yeah. New people. Yeah, you can't go with once. You've uh, you, none of these are acceptable. Yeah, none of the above. None of the above, uh, and not no, but heck no. Um, That's would, what you and, mean, and, man. In that case, <laughs> who you voted against would be more important than who you voted for. Yeah, that, the, turn the whole thing upside weighted down. Weighted voted, uh, weighted voting, and negative weighted voting. Yeah, yeah. That's so. a, there are a lot of, but that's the thing. There are a lot of there are uh, technologies. Other, yeah, there are other ways invented. to facilitate voting that would be more representative yeah. and more fair, uh, and more. It, it, here's a question for you. It's a little bit of a change. If I, but if I'm a, I'm elected, and let's just use local enough, I'm a council member, and I have awareness of everything going on, and I'm, I'm aware of things, and my constituents don't understand what I can clearly see as a benefit to them. So I'm going to vote for something, and they're calling me five to one. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. 
I'm representing their wishes. Am I supposed to go with the five and screw them, knowing that what I'm going to do is going to hurt them? Mm. If I go with their vote, they're going to get screwed. I tell them that, no, no, that's what Carl Ross said. You can't do that, Blood. You're, yeah. <laughs> You're a lying politician. You're going down. Yeah. Do I do what they ask me to do, or do I hurt them on purpose? Uh, well, no, you but don't save do my vote. Yeah, you, yeah, you save them despite themselves. And you then I lose grandma. You say, yeah. no, we're going to sleep. I don't care yeah. if you okay. want to stay then I, up. Then I'd lose my – personal, I'm not, this is the theoretical me. So I lose my office because I did the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I would never be in office because <laughs> for a variety <laughs> of reasons, but I would certainly not uh, suck up to idiocy because there were a lot of them. If I yeah. thought they, if they had a – and I can recognize an argument from an emotion, from a – a fact from a fiction and a belief and a theory and all that, but just puts these people in an odd spot. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that's the thing about representative democracy. I mean, it's just when it's working right, I don't think anybody should be there long. You should get in, work hard and get out. Don't I, even, think, I mean, uh, I mean it's, it's just become this career path. Well, I think uh, somebody tossed the idea. It might have been you. I think it might have been Bethany yesterday. Jury Why voting? Well, no. Well, jury voting in a way, but very much everybody takes a turn. It's a volunteer gig. Yeah. You can take the job you left, that salary. You don't get a salary for being president. You make what you were making when you were running General Motors or wherever you came from. Yeah. You get a year or two to make some decisions. And then uh, you, you, the bureaucrats still stick around. You're going to have bureaucrats. People got to know where the filing system's at. But the people who make the big memory. decisions, yeah, the people who make the big decisions and forecast our future is more of a collective and a rotating bunch. But these yeah. people, 35, 40, 50 years I mean, that's Congress. that's how I used to, you know, when we talk about the ideals, the civics that I learned in ninth grade, that's how I saw it. It was, you know, it was you – yeah, citizen, like you know, a yeah, farmer Daniel goes up Boone, and a, yeah, Dan DeBoone takes a break. Exactly, uh, Davy Crockett, that's the guy who yeah. went to Congress, right? Yeah, and, and he Davey, goes and does six years. Yeah, and, and Jane Henry Fonda, and everybody goes. Uh, I that's what they taught me, and I, I I would like to believe that if we played as all of us working for society, they could work, but we're not working for society. We subdivided, and we're working for our tribes. And that, well, see and, that, but that's where parties are a cancer. I mean, well, a real solution would be yeah. outlawing political parties. What are they good for? Please tell me. Or what having, are they good having for? a hundred of them instead of two? Yeah, I mean, but I really want to know. I mean, if we're talking about institutional memory and and how you, I mean, because that is the argument for for no, you don't want a citizen legislator. You want someone who understands the processes. You want someone who's been through <laughs> re-election several times so that they know how. You to know, get this, reelected, that's they well, know who well, to tap also, for the money to build the, the but auditorium. They, but they also understand community. how to how to write a bill that will get passed. They also understand how sure. to work across aisles with people they disagree with to well, get. And more importantly, they know who to get money from to build the auditorium in the community that gets them reelected. Yeah, and see that's so, that's where it's immediately that's, yeah, uh, it's a turned. Yeah, it, it's you know once you once they realize it, you know it, it's that stupid line that I hear the the uh, you know Freedom Forum types repeat you know once uh once the 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 Democrat how do they put it? once the citizens realize they can vote themselves money out of the public coffers you know that's why democracy can't oh, work yeah yeah you know it's like yeah what about the it's the politicians those are the ones that are realizing that they can get this yeah. ride and, 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 and it's not even a ride it's it would suck can you imagine you know it's a third 
third of their day they're on the phone trying to get money for their re-election campaign. Not even that's to a, build a third, that community yeah, that's right. Not even for the community. That's, that's right. For their re-election. For their re-election. The, the, uh, I mentioned it on this podcast many, many episodes ago, and I don't remember the name of the program, but they're uh, – it's on Netflix. Go look at it. <laughs> but a fellow's interviewing a congressman, and he says, "I'm a I'm a C congressman. That means I'm on this kind of committee, uh-huh. and I have to come up. and I think his number was 150 thousand a quarter. Here's my worksheet. Uh, if I want to get to a B committee, I got to come up at 250. Uh, and, and B committees, you know, they get the right checks or mm-hmm. something, or they get the credit card. If I want to make an A committee, that's the big one. You have to be nominated. And some people have come to me and said that they can ensure from their benefactors that I can make the B committee, but they don't want to move me to an A because it costs a million bucks. Mm-hmm. And my worksheet, and if you fall behind, you get moved down to a C committee. And finally, if you if you don't contribute anything, then they just run somebody against you and you're out right away. And it, it was holding the sheet of paper. This is my bill for this quarter. Sure. This oh, is yeah. where I raise the money, and this is how much I contribute to the party. And it was just as calculated and cold-blooded as, yeah, this is, I have to raise this much or they don't let me be on a committee at yeah. all. I don't well, get to vote. I don't get hurt. Yeah. I don't get the pass. And, and, and they're not going to help with your re-election or they'll, they'll withhold funding. Oh, not only do you not get help, they will hurt you. Yeah, your, yeah, your they'll, they'll <clears throat> uh, champion some yeah, challenger. not just let it go. They'll throw up somebody just to hurt you on purpose. But see, Ed, I mean, that's where you're just making the point. I, I, I Admittedly, I'm, I don't know how besides like running for – president on you know as a single candidate uh, rather a single issue candidate and saying i am running for election reform and the abolition of political parties and you'd get killed and then it would become news well you would be you you, could, you would only be a blip the oh the, no no because no hell no that would you can you imagine a lot of people feel that way they hate the parties it's oh, just sure. that they hate one party more than the uh, other who are you gonna tell <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you buy do. time. I mean, Perot yeah. style or Schultz. Or, yeah, you, you know, yeah. You, you could. I just. Do, do, you, I know, do you know in 92? Uh, listen to this uh, stat, Ed. This, this, this is a pretty impressive stat. In 92, when Perot. Was that 92 or 96 that Perot ran? 92. Uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Anderson was. Okay. Uh, he literally split 38% of Democratic voters and Republican voters evenly. He literally took the exact same huge chunk of both of those parties voters that's a that, that that's pretty impressive i didn't i didn't realize 38 percent yeah yeah that's pretty good i mean that's that was impressive. a crazy election that was like the closest we've come to a real election yeah, well, well like a real you know like, <laughs> representative like an old you know yeah the idea of a representative or, government as well and we've already the, oh it's overwhelming we have 16 candidates that's too many it's you know a, you know what uh, enough. you know what adams <laughs> did you, you know it was uh because uh, Washington didn't have a vice president, I don't think, during any of his terms. What John Adams did was he – Jefferson was his. Oh, yeah? And Jefferson was running against him. him, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Is that how it went? Yes. Oh, okay. So they run. Adams wins. Jefferson becomes vice president. Why don't we do that? I think that's a great idea. I mean, anything is better, man. Idea. We got to Almost change anything something. is better than what we have now, including the whole economy versus legislation thing that, yeah that needing money at all cost and, and doing and selling your soul dude money in elections that, uh, it's just obvious it's just it's so insane it's, yeah. that it shouldn't have to be yeah. uh, it's a, made to seem insane we're having to say we're having to say things we shouldn't have to say yeah and nobody's listening anyway well, well and uh, you know that's where like how do how would supreme court justices 
vote for something like Citizens United or McCutcheon v. FEC. How could they not? It's easy. It's, it's because easy. they're rich. It's, they don't yeah. understand. It's the very same way they said that we can't get involved in gerrymandering, which is prostituted yes. every election out oh, that's there. that's so crazy. We can't, we can't get involved with that because that's a state problem. That's below our grade. Well, it's ruining ruining the whole concept of democracy concept completely. Of democracy. Yes. And it just totally devastates that whole idea. And they're cool with it. Yeah, yeah that, I'm all right with really that. I was crazy, like, they, they appointed me to do certain things. This is one of them and support the team. And that's the thing and, that uh, at some point, if the makeup of the court changes, then that changes. But it just begs the question, that, like, how do you live with yourself? Yeah, how, how do you live with yourself? Bring it back home. Let's talk about the local election and the how do you live yourself? That's my question that I'm asking the people that are permeating uh, my mailbox and uh, that are the thing, Facebook. I guess it's on Instagram too, but I'm getting one heck of a lot of how do you sleep with yourself after telling these kind of lies yeah. and throwing this kind well, of crap and, and wrecking what I refer to as the community dialogue. I don't, I don't know how they sleep with themselves. They're coldly and calculating, lying and misleading. And the the effects will last for years and affect all of us. But, it's, but that's it's where, you not know, not minor. The people that are actually doing that, the people that are really doing it in that, yeah, recognizably evil way. Yeah, are are a small. But it's not most of them. Most of them no, are. No, no. Most of them oh, believe. I'm, oh yeah, I'm talking about. I'm talking, talking about very much about are, the four or five that are doing it, yeah. not the people who consume it at all. I blame the consumer for a whole different problem. E- I'm talking about them, the people. They think they're doing good. They, they think no, that they don't. No, no, no. They don't. They, these people are not. You can't go with the the ends justifies the means and and to the point that they are lying and it's okay for us to lie because it'd be better to have that person in office than the person we're lying about. But then in that case, that's, they're in it for the fight. Maybe that's the ticket, and fight goes back to where everybody's angry and the people they're pushing are angry, and that is it is about the fight, and that's that that's the language they use. We're going to beat, we're going to fight, we're yeah. going to win. Not we're going to build, not we're going to collaborate, not we're going to nurture, none of that. It's all uh, adversarial. It's yeah. all adversarial. People are thinking adversarial. That's one of the reasons, in an obscure kind of way, I think the library pass, might might pass. Everybody hates the library, but the fact is they wrote it in such a way that voting no means yes. Yeah, true. A lot of people are going to go, fuck the library, no, and inadvertently Whoa. the library can win by playing to that anger. Plus, I mean, it's just so often, like, the default, if I don't understand it, is no. Sure. With That's consti- my point. I mean, in Louisiana yeah. with the constitutional amendments, although yeah. there's one uh, on the Louisiana, there's one amendment proposed that is supposed to give New Orleans an ability to set rules, rules basically for to keep taxes, Airbnb yeah. to, uh, you know, on a tighter leash yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know, get people who live there to be able to live there. So that's a one that I, w- I, wanna, I hope yeah. will pass. But well, some kind know. of tax exemption for oil or waste going to the outer continental shelf that resides in Louisiana before it goes offshore. What's all that about? It made like a storage? Uh, I don't know. But it, if it, 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 it was into, if it passes through, it's one thing, but if it stops, it's another. And if it came from some source that's exempt and another source is not, hmm. so it, to me, it seemed like somebody's brother-in-law's got a tugboat full of crap and they got to find a place to dump it or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, that, oh, it could Louisiana be something. It could be something different, area. but I it just didn't. I didn't understand it. I didn't. 
they didn't study it or anything, but it didn't make sense. I, I got to take a look at a sample ballot. You know the easiest way Secretary of State the website? Secretary of State, yeah. I happen to have downloaded and Bethany is printing a copy for me uh, as we speak. Cool. Uh, you can make it up there and put your yep. own check boxes on there. But at some point, Louisiana actually spent a bunch of money on this website, which I think is a good use of dollars. Oh, go uh, vote? G-E-A-U-X, vote? Oh, well, no, I mean SOS.LA. Yeah. Well, the Secretary yeah. of State we'll website go, yeah, is well, excellent. It's easily <clears throat> navigable. It has a lot of good information. Yeah. Go to uh, go to go vote. It's under go the Secretary vote. Secretary of State's office. Uh, okay. It's his, that, that's where he puts the ballot, sample ah, ballot, cool. your district. And when it says look it up by parish, by voter, by something else, look up by yourself, and it'll tell you because you got to know your district and ward and precinct and all that before you can look up your ballot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, good to know. It's all easy. I got to do that tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I know. How, I've already studied. I got to know how I get when I get in that room who I'm voting for. And somebody else says you only get a minute to vote. Does that seem no, like a that's rule? That's not true. No. Who said that? Uh, Cheryl says she read it when she on the wall when she went over to absentee vote. She went early or whatever. She huh. said there was a sign that says you only have one minute to vote. So we got to talking. That doesn't seem right. Well, on the other hand, not. if they don't put a time limit on it, then I could just be a protester and stay in there the whole day. They got to have some kind of rule, but a minute doesn't seem fair. Yeah, particularly I mean, for a ballot with like 19 items on it. No kidding. You yeah, couldn't read one uh, of those amendments in a minute. But I would think it would be like 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, it, that, that's an interesting question. I mean, at what point is it disenfranchising? And then at what point could... I mean, really, I would only worry about a time limit if someone was abusing it. Well, that's... Yeah, but then what if you're those three guys sitting there at the table who check you in and the some knucklehead goes into the thing and he's Just back there, there, you know, how long... You know, after a while you think, well, maybe he's hard of hearing, hard of reading, or yeah. maybe he's in there... Maybe he fell asleep, or maybe he's had a heart attack, or maybe something's wrong. You know, you can see his feet. He's still standing, but then you go, you know, you knock, knock. Oh, you okay in there, sir? Yeah, I'm just uh, taking my time. An hour goes by, the line's backed out the front door. Do you have to say something like, sir, you can't stay in there? Yeah, where's the rules, man? Show me the rules. No, what did he say? I couldn't stay in here. I mean, has I'm that hard ever of reading. happened? I'm just making a point to be ornery. That's <laughs> yeah. the kind of, that's the way I roll, babe. Uh I mean, yeah, that would be an interesting protest. I, I'd almost like to hear what that guy, <laughs> what what his demands are. But uh, yeah, I, 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 but that's that's totally goofy. I mean, you don't even need your ID. You you just have to ask for a, an affidavit. Oh, you have to have an ID though, don't nope. you? Nope. You have to assert that you don't need an ID, and then they'll have an affidavit that you have to sign. No kidding. Yep. Yeah, you don't need an ID in Louisiana to vote. Well, they've obviously tried to change that a million times. But not yet. I'm, that's uh, shocking. Yeah. I mean, that, that, to the fact that you have to have an ID and an ID ain't free. It, it, yeah, th- there's so many see, things illegal. in the U.S. that are crazy. J- just the idea that, that you pass. I mean, that, that, that just brings me back to the whole, you know, the, the, the thing where, that really disillusioned me was, you know, the first few years of the Obama administration. I really thought, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, you know, one of the parties really cares about us. And then they're just pushing <laughs> this Romney care thing. And now you literally have to pay a tax to a private company in sure. this country. That is the law. The, the, the private companies wrote the, the – They wrote it. They, they wrote the insurance in conjunction with imagine? the pharmacies who wrote, what are you going to cover? That, that's called capture. That's called corporate capture of oh, government. That's a very, I, that's a, I didn't know that was what you called it, but it certainly is. Yeah, they, own, they not only own you, they own you – the people who make the rules, 
benefit from the rules, enforce the rules, judge and jury on the rules, and the whole thing is completely what we call legal in our society because yeah. we think if you're legal, you can do anything, ethical, moral, all that's immaterial to legal, yeah. and things by default are legal unless they're explicitly illegal, and we've made some things illegal that are freaking nutty. Well, you have protest. I and, mean, and, you know, you got to have a, you got to so, protest wait, wait. in the free speech zone. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the uh, the JFK line. You know, that you uh, if you make peaceful protest impossible, or, or or maybe it's it's more like peaceful change uh, reform impossible, then you make violent revolution inevitable. And it, it, you know, that's what I, do, I I just do. The rich people really want the zombie apocalypse because that's what it's going to well, be. I don't think they know. I I, I you're going to have to you're going to need your bunkers. They're all building these bunkers. You know. That's the thing. I mean, that you know, when, maybe when the rich's children are killed, they'll well, change. The, the at that time, the, uh, my mental pictures of uh, the, the, in the next year, I had this mental picture of Jefferson Street. That everything's black and gray, yeah. and there's tumbleweed blowing down the street, <laughs> and roving bands of dogs, and <laughs> random people dressed in black jerking behind doorways, taking pot shots at things. You know, yep. I, just, um, I just see nothing. One of my pictures, I, on the other hand, I'm not completely doom and gloom, but I don't see us coming out of any of this until we really get into a lot worse shape. And the rich are going to have, we're going to have to eat the rich, that whole take their money and redistribute it to us thing is going to be bloody and painful. We really, and, and we really got screwed by Reagan's uh, uh, vision, you know, because what, what he did was he took that Southern strategy where we, are pissed off at, at black people, but we use states' rights, uh, you, you know, yeah. to, to couch that. And he yeah. turned it into, no, 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 you're not pissed off at black people. You are. You are pissed off at black and brown people, but you're pissed off at them because the government is giving them something. Mm-hmm. And so you're really pissed off at the notion of oh, government, something, you know, some government. kind of activist yeah. government. <clears throat> I that think will, you listen to the same articles I listen to. Yeah, Where'd man. you hear that? I, I think I read that on Alternet. Which I don't like to click yeah. anymore because the site's got cancer. But you know, th- it was a good. Uh, it was a. It was actually a really good uh, piece yeah. by a historian. Sounds kind of familiar. Maybe we talked about it in another of our many podcasts. Yeah, that's very likely. So, um, but but yes. Yeah, so so I mean that. So now you have forty odd years later. You know, with, with this uh, culture of deregulation and this idea that like <laughs> if the more you deregulate industry, the the better things. The better will be. it will be. Now, that's so naive. It's not even funny. Yeah, but we're getting to the but sunset of that. You know that philosophy. Take well, uh, we the sunset is not a sunset. It's a crash and burn. Well, well we're about we're, <laughs> the sun yeah, is exactly, not going below the horizon. We're going to have nose a diving night, into the ocean. Yeah, you're going to have a night of yeah. violence and terror. Oh, I it's, mean, it's going to have to be real bad, and yeah. people jumping out of the windows of tall buildings and all kinds of things. Yeah, big estates being taken over by marauders who or, say you're too rich to live here now. Or, or we or, elect someone who will bring back the idea of an activist government. Who will if we can? Because you know, no no president is going to be able to get past a Congress that is bought and sold. We got to get to the Congress. That's why the Republicans are powerful now. They didn't go to the top; they worked their way up, and they own the grassroots. They well, redistrict. They're, they're also, they're and also they gerrymandered, powerful. and boom, they're they, powerful because of a huge mistake the founders made, which was to give representation to areas without people. It's the Senate. They're yeah. powerful because you yeah. can have 17% the, yeah, of the population. disproportionate with, thing has got yeah. us a super whack. Yeah, the Senate and, is just uh, a stupid idea. And the, <laughs> and the lizard man that runs it. I got a problem with him, too. 
I really do. Oh, Mitch, man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He is okay, here's a, a, this is a completely not distracted. This is a relevant to talk about using media and so forth. I've mm-hmm. been listening and listened to it once. And I highly recommend uh, the fellow that blew the whistle. His name is uh, Christopher Wiley. Blew the whistle on Cambridge Analytica. Okay. He's been interviewed on NPR by uh, Terry Gross. I think it was in the last three or four days, even fairly recent, about his new book. You had to listen to that, and I'm going to go buy the book. I'll share it around the office here. Talks about not just about how it happened, uh, the, what the psychology was, and how when they discovered that they could, they would do a little poll on Facebook, say, uh, what's your favorite color? And you would take it and answer 10 questions, and they could determine from those 10 questions, plus where you live, plus your marital status, plus any other thing. And then they knew that you were more susceptible to propaganda or that you were more susceptible to numbers or that you were more susceptible to beautiful women. And they cultivated approaches to tickle you where you were ticklish. And because the data gathering was just exponentially growing, they learned that, for example, if you believe in corporal punishment, you're more likely to beat your kids. So they would do things about beating kids <laughs> to provoke the corporal punishment crowd. Uh, very insightful and kind of super scary because yeah. it's just the tip of the iceberg of what we're learning to do. Because the computers that, I mean, they're not, what we can interpret now and, and, and accumulate, well, not even knowing we're accumulating, you didn't even go searching for, do you believe in capital punishment? It just turned up and all the data they churned on you. Yeah. And then they started putting two and two together, and they found out that people like yellow, like music, and they, they beat their wives with uh, strawberries. You know, just all kinds <laughs> of weird things. Yeah. yeah. But they used that, and then they can tailor to – to they had the, what they call the liberal conspiracy uh, memes, and then they had the conservative conspiracy memes. Mm-hmm. And, and they explained how those went down. They, these guys were angry, and these guys were afraid of Martians or some kind of shit astounding insight into how easily uh, manipulated we all are yes behavior yeah. modification yeah, and it's working like a charm and look at boris uh, they he said we got boris elected over there he's running europe yeah, on our that, behalf well and, but i mean that wasn't even the people well that, know, was, that was they fell for the same thing yeah and uh, some other country they've overthrown recently where they do this yeah uh, but but i mean at least yeah. they got that parliamentary system he's probably going to be out soon well that he just too can't... yeah that too well, well. but man britain <laughs> wow i mean then it's even worse i mean that that, that whole it, that's definitely what's happened over there you just have enough people that are totally bamboozled well, are we going to do that next we're going to start whatever they're going to do are oh yeah i mean i mean that's the, the thing that's what? that's the thing that's why trump is almost certainly going to win because because they have that game on lock. They know how to get keep trolling okay, in a way that will make people think the, Trump's the answer. what I said. They, can't, they cannot back out of that. They have to support yes. that. Uh, Edward Bernays, too. I'll throw that name out oh, there. Oh, the marketing yeah, guru. Read about yeah. him. He invented what we're living in now. Yes. And Facebook and social media has made it possible to take that from uh, organic to exponential. You know, well, it yeah. doesn't just go through society now. It's it's, it's pushed through. Yeah, and, and so things are things are not like we expect them to be, and we're trying to react to them like we think they should be, and that's not working out for I, us. I think so, the yeah. only hope really <laughs> is like some kind of super powerful energetic solar event, or some kind of a. Uh, you know, maybe the Yellowstone volcano oh, will finally Jesus go off. Jesus is coming. But, but, some, but really so. something that will destroy the power grid in a way that we can't use our devices for a while. <laughs> because, 
The, the, oh, the device, man. we're going to get I would need so... a gun for that, but not to defend myself, but to take my own life. <laughs> I don't even want to live without my tools. I'm going to admit oh, man, it. Oh, I would love it. They God. own me. The idea of, would you live in this cabin for a year with no cell phone and no internet <laughs> connection for a million dollars? Oh, my God. No, I would not. I would definitely would. Oh, I would do it for I would much be, less. I, I would, would just do it for so that I wouldn't have to work. My face would be as flat just as a pancake from grand. banging my head against the door to get me out of here. Yeah, how am no, I going to shop but if I can't? I need stimulation. That's all there is to it. And I guess maybe after a while, the mountains would stimulate me. I'd you, walk around you would have bears peak would stimulate me. No, you, no, you'd so have peak experience. You, you, would, you would take up a hobby. You would learn an instrument. You would read. You would, you would devote time. And I you could would devote do extended the, the, periods I, I, of time to yeah. one thing, and it would be better for your mind. It okay, would, I'll take the cabin. Make that offer one more time, and I'm in. <laughs> Who's going to pay that million? I'll well, do, the, I'll do it for 40. Face, it's a guy on Facebook, man. He kept saying, would you? And I assumed if I answered, <laughs> next get, day I get a Russian meme that says, cabin in the woods is socialism. Don't vote for them. <laughs> uh, how long have we been, man? This has we been a long a time. One. It's so 44 think, minutes, man. We did it. Oh, that's, that's got to be a record. We made up for uh, not doing a show for six weeks. Well, the, so this part of this is where we made our mistake is we never introduced the show or ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess we could just go ahead and finish without saying who we are and just right. let people wonder. It will be under the name of uh, Tune In Next Week. Tune in next week. I've been Jacob, and I'm running for president in 2020 on the platform of um, uh, getting money out of elections and uh, abolishing parties and killing the current party uh, leaders uh, because everybody hates both of them. People, uh, will, people will vote for that. Okay, Violence. well, if, that's, <laughs> if uh, this is Uncle Eddie, and if Jacob is running, I'm going to be his campaign uh, I don't want to be the manager. That's a lot of implication no, just, there. I just some hanger around it. advisor. I'll be your campaign advisor. Yes, you'll be well paid. Uh, that's why I'm in. <laughs> yeah, this has uh, been tuned in next week, in which we hope you will. And with any luck at all, maybe we'll be back. That's right. I guarantee you. <laughs> Tomorrow's not promised. It's going a little rough. <laughs> Thank you.